Welcome to the radio program, Why Paul? Bringing and interpreting the doctrine Jesus Christ presented through the Apostle Paul. Your hosts are Michael R. Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton of 14th Street Ministries. We are here to bring you the answers found in 2 Timothy 2.15 and encourage you to teach and share this program with others. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton. Welcome back this um, fall evening. Um, I'm your host, Michelle Mix. And I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix. And I'm your host, Danielle Law. And uh, Pam uh, Lampton, she'll be back with us here in a couple weeks. Um, just getting, Just taking care of some things, some family things, and then she'll be back with us. Um, so uh, let's go ahead and open um, in prayer today. I'll, I'll go ahead and pray. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you for um, his death, burial, and resurrection that gives us life. And um, we pray um, as the Holy Spirit, um, through, the, through the words that um, our listeners hear today, that they will apply it to their lives and share it and be ambassadors to share uh, that free gift of grace um, to others. Uh, we thank you for all your many blessings. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And so what, we're, what we've been working on is uh, we started the new series of definitions in Scripture text. Um, so I'm just going to review real quick um, what the definitions are that we're going to cover. Uh, we've already covered two. Well, we're still working on number two, but then um, we'll, today we're going to go into the third one. Uh, we're studying um, definitions for righteousness, imputation. That's what we're finishing today. Uh, today we'll also talk about justification, and then grace, redemption, propitiation. Propitiation. Yes. <laughs> Faith, remission, forbearance reconciliation, and sanctification. Uh, we'll be going over those um, uh, definitions to help us better, um, you know, know what we're reading and um, be able to apply those. All right. That's uh, just a little review on, um, on uh, uh, righteousness and then imputation. Uh, righteousness is God's standard for perfection. And only God is righteous. And, uh, of course, Jesus Christ was righteous. Uh, he's God, of course. There are, there, are, there are many messages of good news in the Bible, but the message of good news for this present age is the good news that God has provided for everyone a free, total, and complete salvation from all our sins. The book of Romans in the Bible is God's great explanation of how this salvation was accomplished the simplicity of the gospel is 1 Corinthians 15, 3 through 4. Christ died for our sins, was buried, and rose from the dead the third day, according to the scriptures. However, involved in, in that death and resurrection was, was the very precise, strategic, and technical accomplishments of the vic, uh, victory which God has won over sin over death and over Satan. So uh, righteousness is God's standard for perfection. He was absolutely perfect. 
and no man is perfect. Um, so we've gone over to imputation, and uh, this is God's righteousness. That's His righteousness was imputed to us and credited to our account. We're not righteous ourselves in this body, but it was imputed to our account. In, um, in Romans 3.22, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. In Romans 3.22, there are two important phrases to take note of. And that's and and one of us unto unto and upon. So this speaks of, of of an unlimited provision. God's righteousness is available to everyone. This is a great this is the great news, and again, the following verses will confirm this wonderful news. Um, Danielle, if you would uh, read first uh, Timothy two four. Who will have all men to be saved and to to come unto the knowledge of the truth? So do, does that mean everybody? What does all mean? Yeah, everyone. Everybody. Doesn't matter oh. who you are. Yeah, mm -hmm. doesn't make any difference whether you're Jew or Gentile, mm -hmm. or black or white or whatever, rich or poor. It's offered. This free gift is offered all men. to all men. And in Timothy 4.10, uh, it also continues that same thought about that unlimited provision. It says, for therefore, we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust in the living God, who is the savior of all men, especially of those that believe. And that, that salvation is a free gift. And we're so thankful that uh, we're able to accept that free gift. Mm -hmm. Not our works, but all the works that Christ did at the cross. Yeah. Uh, first, first Timothy one fifteen says, "This is a faithful saying, and worthy of all acceptation, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief." Yeah, and that's uh, that's Paul speaking, and uh, it doesn't mean he's the chief sinner. He's the first one in this age of grace that was saved. Mm -hmm. And and he was called to be an apostle by the Lord Jesus Christ, the risen Christ. Christ, Christ came to save sinners. Compare this with Romans 3.23, which says, all have sinned. Mm -hmm. The provision of the cross was not always declared unto all. In times past, it was limited to Israel. In other words, for salvation, you had to go through the nation of Israel. You had, they were God's people. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, or God, was their God. However, Romans 3.21 began with, but now, indicates a change, and that the provision is now available to all. At one time, it was, for Israel only, the Gentiles were out of the commonwealth of Israel. They were not part of that. They were in the world without God. But now 
God has changed his program, a, a different dispensation, a dispensation of grace. The other, the other important phrase in Romans 3.22 is, is this, upon all them that believe. This speaks of a limited application. So it's on all. It's not Jew only. It's Jew and Gentile. And the Jews have to come in today in this age of grace the same way a Gentile has to come in. When it looks like it in saying upon all them that believe. So believe is a key key thing too. Yeah, it doesn't say work. Mm-hmm. It says if you do this, God doesn't say you do this and I'll do this. He's saying I'm giving it to you free. Mm-hmm. Freely giving this to you. All you need to do is believe. Mm-hmm. There's no works involved in it. And Christ died on the cross. It was absolutely perfect for our salvation. While God's righteousness is available to everyone, it is imputed only to those who believe. God, in his great wisdom, has chosen to credit his righteousness. He's taken his righteousness only to the account of those who choose to trust in him. So he's taken his righteousness and putting it into our account. Just like you put money into a bank account. He's putting it into our account. And in Romans 116, uh, it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. Yeah, he's saying to the Jew and to the Gentile. The salvation Romans, is absolutely perfect. Go ahead, Daniel. Romans 4, 3. Um, for what saith the scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Yeah, um, Abraham believed God, and it was counted as righteousness. The same way in this age of grace, if we believe God, we've realized that we're a sinner. We've realized we need a Savior, and we believe God, and we trust in the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ and the works he did at the cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also in Romans 4, 23 through 24, if we'll all turn there, okay. it says, Now it, it was not written for his sake on, alone, that it was imputed to him, but for us also to whom it shall be imputed, if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. Yeah, there's nothing about works, is there? Mm-mm. Nothing on our part. It's if we believe. Yeah, and it's hard to understand why people would turn that free gift down. You get eternal life. You're part of part of the heavenly kingdom. You're heirs of God. You're joint heirs with Jesus Christ. You have eternal life. Mm-hmm. Why would someone turn that down? And the world fights against that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is really weird. Yeah, it is. For someone to choose death over life. Mm -hmm. It don't make sense. Um, I'll read 1 Corinthians one twenty one. For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Yeah, the thing to remember is God wants us. And he's moved everything out of the way 
so he can have us. And he's given this opportunity to have us. Mm-hmm. So no one, uh, no one has an excuse why they end up at the uh, great white throne judgment, condemned to eternal damnation, separated from God. They have no excuse. It's a free gift. It's opened up wide, and you come in through faith and, and believing, believing what God has said the conditions are to come in. And it's a free gift. It's easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To, okay. To sum it up, the Lord Jesus Christ was faithful. He lived without ever sinning. He died for our sins. The provision, the provision has been made for everyone but his righteousness is given only to those who believe and therefore receive it. Since Jesus Christ paid it all, paid for all sin, and since it is his righteousness that God sees applied to my account, the movement I believe in, the moment I believe in Christ, then I am secure because his righteousness will never fail. Although there will be times when, when, uh, when mine will. No matter, there's nothing I can do to maintain my salvation. I can't lose it because Christ died for the sins of all the world, for all of my sins, and he is faithful to what he says, to his word. Mm-hmm. And of course, the question is, does, imp- uh, does imputed righteousness mean God makes me righteous? Let us check out justification. So, so you understand what um, imputation means. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's credit that's given to us from his righteousness. Right. Put into our account. Mm-hmm. Okay. So next step we go into is justification. And uh, justification means to reckon or to declare one righteous. Okay. Um, Danielle, will you read uh, Romans 3, 21 through 22? Yes. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. And verse 22, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. Yeah, you see there, it's the faith of Christ. It's not our faith. It's his faithfulness. We're relying on his faithfulness, Christ's faithfulness. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Greek word for justify is actually the same Greek word, which is translated righteousness. Therefore, to justify means to rightify. But there isn't a word for that. To reckon one righteous. To say it's righteous if I, if I. Yeah. Righteous if I? Righteous by. Yeah. But we are righteous. We're justified. So, this does not mean that the believer is made righteous as far as his practical life is concerned. It means that God declares him to be righteous. Remember, the righteousness given to a believer is not handed to him, but is put to his account. So it's not handed to us. We're not walking around righteous now, but it's added to our account. Okay. 
you are not made as righteous as Jesus Christ. You are credited as having his righteousness. It is on that basis that God declares you righteous. Do you understand that? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's not telling us that we, uh, you know, we're in the same standing as righteous that Christ is or that God is. Right. We're we're in Christ. We're in the part. We're a part of the body of Christ. We're in Christ. And when Christ looks at us, it looks when God looks at us, He actually sees Christ. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're in Christ. We're in the body of Christ. Who does God declare righteousness, and why, and how can a holy God do this? Job and his friends, Belladad were among the first to ask this question. So, back in ages to come, or ages past, times past, they didn't know how you could be righteous until Paul comes along and explains how this could be happening, and and it's all because of the cross. We look at the cross. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, right before we go to break, um, I'll go to Job. Um, let's go to Job 9, 1 through 2. Okay. Um, then Job answered and said, I know it is so of, tr- of a truth, but how should man be just with God? Yeah, that's, that's a big question. How does, how does that happen? They asked that question. Mm-hmm. And because of Paul's uh, revelation from the risen Christ, now we know, because now we look back at the cross, we know because of the cross. Mm-hmm. But they didn't, in times past, the saints didn't understand that. And that's where Job is, is he's in times past. Right. That's why it's important for us to rightly divide the word of truth. And it, yeah, and it's important to know, you know, in the times past, um, you know, in the but now, um, and then ages to come, because that way you understand why we have um, that grace, that free gift, and we don't have to do all the works because we just believe and have the faith and yeah. accept that as a gift. We're, uh, we're, yeah, we're told not to work. So yeah, uh, so we're going to come back, and um, we'll still be in Job when we come back. We're going to take a quick break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. It's time to serve, learn, change the world. 
Tune in each week for the power of young people to change the world. Hosted by NYLC's CEO, Amy Muirs. The program is a forum for both young people and the adults who love and support them. We make connections with others through stories of change, partnership, and new perspectives of issues facing the world today. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. You are listening to the radio program, Why Paul? If you'd like to participate in today's program, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to michaelrmix at 14thstreetministries.com. Now back to Why Paul? Welcome back, and I'm your host, Michelle Mix. I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix. I'm your host, Danielle Law. And um, Pam Lampton, she will be back with us here in a couple weeks. Um, and uh, right before we were coming back, um, we did we had an anonymous question come in that somebody has a question. Danielle, what was that question? Um, let's see. Regarding eternal salvation... I know someone who believes anyone who commits suicide wasn't ever truly saved. While I agree that's a difficult situation, I disagree. How do you dis- how do you suggest discussing that with someone who believes that way? Well, when Christ died on the cross, he shed his blood, that was the sacrifice for the sins of the world. That means all sin if 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 you're a and another thing, if you believe, if you know you're a sinner and you believe that you're a sinner and you believe that Christ died on the cross, he was buried and rose again, the Word of God says he becomes a brand new creation in Christ. And when he's filled with the Holy Spirit, he's a brand new creation and he cannot lose his salvation. If he commits suicide, you can't say the man is lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, if 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 he's if he's a if he's a saint and he's saved and he commits suicide, that's his sin. It, it, his sins are forgiven to begin with. When when Jesus died on the cross, he died for his sin, even his very last sin. Yeah, that's right. Because he's died. He when he died on the cross. Um, as that, as you had, you know, told us um, a while back, you said that when Christ was dying on the cross, I was on his mind. So he That's was right. saying um, he's dying on the cross for Michelle Mix, um, you know. And so this person, if they're, um, you know, committing suicide, Christ already died for that. Because we don't know what's going on in, in their chemical makeup or whatever. We don't know what's going on in their life, and um, and we can't judge. It's not our place to judge. Mm-hmm. 
if 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 he if the man was was a believer, and you can't say because he didn't do this, he's not a believer because we get that all the time. Mm-hmm. We they say if you're not baptized, you must not be saved. If you're not uh, speaking tongues, you must not be saved. People say those things, and they're not scripturally sound. A man that's saved cannot lose his salvation. He can't take it away. No creation can take it away. His salvation is secure. And it's sealed by the Holy Spirit. So, um, there's no, of course, I don't know the person, um, but there's many reasons why people can, because we live in a frail body, mm-hmm. and our mind, and our mind is also part of that natural body, and it's failed, and it's and it's in a corrupt body, and in, in a corrupt because, world. Just because you have accepted Jesus, you know, it doesn't mean we're perfect. It doesn't yeah, mean we have a perfect life. Doesn't mean we don't still struggle. That's um, right. And, yeah, right. And and mm-hmm. that doesn't mean we're not going to sin because we sin every day, mm-hmm. and we commit sins we don't even realize we're committing. Yeah. But but by the grace of God, we we don't look at the sins. We thank God that He sent His Son to save us from our frail uh, frailties and whatever. So we, we look at the cross. Our, our, our cure is at the cross. We look at the cross. What happened at the cross? Mm-hmm. So I don't hope that uh, can answer the question. That mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. So, yeah. so hopefully that's, um, hopefully, especially for families who have to deal with that, hopefully that's encouraging, um, you know, encouraging. Because I, I know, you know, when people pass away, you know, our thoughts as, um, uh, you know, us, we've accepted that grace um, in our lives, and that's our hope that we're going to be with our loved ones. Yeah, and, and that hope is a promise. You know, it's, it's not hope it's not going to rain or something. Mm-hmm. That hope means it's a promise. And so even even the, the believer who has accepted, um, you know, Christ, um, free gift, um, that, you know, is the question they committed, you know, suicide. Um, we can still see, we'll still see them. Yeah, they, they don't lose their salvation. Right. Um, of course, when you talk about that, my grandfather, they claim committed suicide, run over by a train or whatever. But, uh, but he had a state of mind. He had maybe had a chemical imbalance or whatever, or whatever it might have been. Mm-hmm. And you can't say, well, he's going to go to hell because he committed suicide. Because we can't judge. We, only God knows the heart. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I can read Job 25.4. Okay. How, can, how then can man be justified with God? Or how can he be clean that is born of a woman? Yeah, Job's asking these questions. How can that happen? So, but Paul mm-hmm. has the answer. Paul was given the answer. Okay. Now, finally, in the gospel given to Paul, 
The answer is made known by Romans 3.28. Now, would you read Romans 3.28? Yes. Uh, Romans 3.28. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. And we were just talking about some the deeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it has nothing to do with the law. It has to do with with Christ and his righteousness. And even with what we, you know, talking about the question um, and what we're talking about. So even the question comes at the right timing um, for what we're uh, learning today and um, on our online Bible study. Uh, Karen also wanted to say um, Ephesians 1.13. So I'll go ahead and read that for okay. her. In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of the promise. And again, it just, you know, helping to say, you know, we were already sealed. Yeah, we're sealed. You can't, you can't break that seal. Yeah. And, and we're, we're in. There's no way that we can be taken out. We can't right. take ourselves out. Right. And and nothing in creation can take us out. Right. And and we depend on Christ's righteousness. Mm-hmm. And we depend on his word. So. Uh, and remember our previous two word studies. Uh, we understand from the word impute that God takes his righteousness and puts it to the account of all who believe in Jesus Christ. So therefore, even though... I am a sinner. The moment I believe, God credits his righteousness to me and then declares me righteous. This is what justification means. Yeah, and, and, and he's he come to save sinners. And we don't have to prepare ourselves to be saved. We don't have to say, well, if I quit doing this and quit doing that, then I'll go uh, get saved or whatever. It doesn't work that way. We come as we are. Mm-hmm. We come as sinners. Mm-hmm. So, Just like Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's right. we got to remember that. Which means that he is the source. Um, so Romans 8.33, Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies yeah, we're just just talking about the the man and and uh, committing suicide. Who can lay anything to his charge? Because it's God that does the judging. Right. He's the source. Yeah. Okay. Christ's blood is the basis. Romans five nine. Yeah. Much more than being now justified by His blood. We shall be saved from wrath through him. Yeah, and that's why we're saved. We're saved because of we don't want the wrath of God to come upon us. And of course, that mm-hmm. wrath is the uh, judgment seat of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, Michelle, do you have your Bible open there? To I do. Go to, here. We want to know what the penalty is. The, what is the wrath of God? Go to Romans, uh, Revelations. Uh, Revelations. Revelations 20. Okay. 11 through 15. Okay, 11. All right. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, 
and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. How far did you want me to read? Keep going. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. So we have a choice. We want to be, we want to be named in the book of life or, or the book that's being cast into the lake of fire. Mm -hmm. uh, and so this is, so we went from he is the source, Christ's blood is the basis, and this is the means. So in Romans 3.24, it says, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Yeah. And freely, justified freely is, there's so much involved in that, mm -hmm. in that justification. And it's freely given. Okay. Here's the appropriation. Romans 5.1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's then, good, to have, good to have peace of God mm -hmm. and peace with God. And that is our guarantee. Yeah. So in Romans 4.25, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification? Yeah, it all points to Christ. Mm -hmm. Justification speaks of a favorable, favorable verdict. From God, which is pronounced the moment a person believes in Christ. The unfavorable verdict is damnation, which is already upon us and is sealed at death for those neglecting to believe in Jesus Christ. The final sentence will come at the future great white throne judgment of God, spoken of in uh, Revelations 11. Revelations 20, 11 through 15, which Michelle just read. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, so Revelations 20, 11 through 15. Um, yeah, read that again. I'll, do, I'll just do you go want ahead. to go on a break? Uh, nope. Uh, let's see. Nope, not yet. No. Okay. Uh, and I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man, according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Yeah, that's a horrible thing to think about. It would give me a seizure if I had to think about it, yeah. if I had to be involved in that. Yes. 
Courtroom. Uh, probably something that that would probably stand out. Um, and because, you know, we, we emphasize that, you know, we're to believe grace is that free gift, Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. And then when we're reading this, it's saying, and they were judged every man according to their works. So that might be where people were thinking, well, I had to do all these works because it says, and they were judged every man according to their works. Well, there, there shows there's different levels in, in hell. Uh, so there's different levels and uh, depending on your works, these are your evil works. So you're judged on those and there's different levels uh, in hell, different levels of punishment. Okay. So when they're saying, and they were judged every man according to their works, they're meaning, you know, the, like you said, level of, of hell. Yeah. You might have, um, you might have Hitler on one side and he'll get one judgment. And you may have a person that, that, that is a good citizen. They have a good reputation. Their credit's good. They're just a good people. Mm-hmm. But they didn't believe the gospel. They didn't uh, uh, turn to Christ. They, they were living on their own righteousness. So they will have a different level. But they're still going to go to hell because... Mm-hmm because of their lack of unbelief, because of, because of their unbelief. So, yeah. So. And I do actually remember a friend talking about um, a relative that, um, you know, fortunately they were able to be coherent, um, you know, and knowing that they would be passing away soon with an illness. And, but clearing up to that very last moment, they kept denying that they needed to um, believe and accept, you know, believe it on Jesus Christ and accept that free gift by saying, but I went to church, I did this, I gave to the poor, you know, so naming off all the works instead of just the one thing that they needed to do was to believe in that free gift of grace. Yeah, they were ca- counting on their own righteousness, and the Word of God says, our righteous like a filthy rag mm-hmm. so, to God. So. Yes. So, um, so yeah, that's it's something, and that was uh, good to talk about. And also, you know, with Facebook, uh, Cynthia, she says that is a very good, helpful explanation on suicide, which shows that a person's life on earth ends on the note of love and hope and truth and righteousness of Christ Jesus himself. That's right. Everything's based on Christ, Mm -hmm. based on what happened at the cross. Yes. Okay. Okay. And when we come back, we'll uh, continue with um, this definition. And and looks like we might even be able to start into our um, uh, definition of grace. Uh, So we will be right back after this break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. 
You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com and the Voice America Empowerment Channel. listening to the radio program why paul if you'd like to participate in today's program call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 or send an email to michael r mix at 14th street ministries.com now back to why paul and welcome back and i'm your host michelle mix and i'm your host michael mix okay and we're continuing with um our definitions. So we're ta- we talked about righteousness, imputation, uh, and now we're finishing up with justification. Okay, back to the courtroom. Um, courtrooms are always um, we're talking about being judged. Mm-hmm. Courtrooms are always very frightening, especially if you are going up before a judge. As we think about the term justification, the sense is in the courtroom of God's justice. God is the judge. His righteousness is the standard. The time of his hearing is our lifetime, not after we die, but our, we're being judged as we're alive, mm-hmm. not after yeah. we die. There we stand before a, the high and holy judgment bar of God, and we stand there knowing full well we fall far short of his standard of holiness. We know we are sinners, and we know we are guilty. Yet, if we will only believe in what Jesus Christ accomplished for us on the cross, his righteousness will be put to our account. And when God sounds his verdict, he would declare the believer righteous. So we know we're guilty. Mm-hmm. We know we uh, should be condemned but we're relying on his righteousness, his faithfulness. The the practical application of this doctrine could not be better put in that particular point. 
So like in uh, Romans 8.33, where it says, Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Yeah, that's right. Thank goodness it's nobody else. Mm -hmm. There is no sin that can condemn a justified person into hell. What we were just talking about earlier about the suicide. Yeah. No person, not yourself, not even the devil, can charge you with anything once God declares you righteous. This was Paul's reasoning after making the statement in Romans 3.31. Shall you read that? Uh, Romans 8.31? Yeah, Romans 8.31. Okay. Uh, it says, What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? That's a good question. Mm -hmm. If God's for us, nothing else can, nothing else matters. Right. In Romans in Romans three twenty five continues to explain the accomplishment of Jesus Christ through the cross, and how the holy God can declare a sinful man righteous. And that's uh, Romans three twenty five. Shall you read that? One? Yes, whom God hath set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. And there's that word, and of course we'll get that word later on in the study, mm -hmm. propitiation. Yep. And you was able to pronounce it. Yeah. You're, you're, you're doing good. Yeah. After, after saying it so many weeks? Yeah. Yep. Getting better. So we understand what impute means, that mm -hmm. God's righteousness which is the only one that's righteous, the only being that's righteous, is imputed, it is put into our account. Okay? So, so he can a, open it's that... It's the credit that we get. Yes, the credit we get. And so he can open the wall, open it up, so that he can have us. He wants us. And he's making all the provisions to get us, and all we need to do is believe. Yes. And unbelief will get you get you God's wrath. Unbelief will give you that eternity in uh, the lake of fire. Mm -hmm. And again, okay. it's something that uh, cannot be taken from us. That's right. Once we have it, it's secure. We're, we're filled with the Holy Spirit. We're sealed. We're baptized into Christ. That's a spiritual baptism. We're baptized into Christ, death, burial, and resurrection, and we're hid in God. And nothing can take us out. Nothing. Okay. Well, let's go to um, the next definition is grace. Okay. Yeah, and that's a, a good um, next thing to, you know, move right into. So we went from righteousness, imputation, justification, and now the grace. Yeah. What we've, the, what we've all been talking about. Yeah. Grace is the unmerited favor of God. Grace is so much of the of a characteristics of God, like his love, that human words do not adequately express its meaning. In uh, Romans um, 3.24, Michelle, you want to read that? Mm-hmm. Uh -huh being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. It's all pointing to Christ, everything that Christ has done. We just sit back 
and allow that believe and allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. Some have defined grace as <clears throat> unserved, uh, undeserved uh, mercy, and this is true. However, all mercy is undeserved. That's the meaning of mercy. Grace is more than mercy. Mercy gets a criminal off the hook and out of jail, but grace pays the debt of the criminal and sets him free to enjoy a good life. When we say that grace is unmerited favor, we are saying that this favor cannot be earned. It's not just that you don't have to earn it. The fact is you cannot earn it. Since we are all sinners, there is nothing that we can do to gain God's favor. Even if you did good works constantly from here on out and and sacrificed all your time to help others and did great and wonderful things 24 hours a day for the rest of your life to please God, God still will, will not accept you or your efforts because He is holy, and you are still a sinner. You cannot work off your sins. There's no work you can do to get rid of your sins. Mm -hmm. God's salvation is not merited. It is the gift of God. The word for grace in the Greek word is charis. I think I pronounced that right. The word for gift in the Greek is charism. I think it's. I think it's, um, is it charisma? Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> C-H-A. Oh, yeah, charisma. R-I-S-M-A is yeah. charisma. Yes. So, so well, we've, the, the word for the grace in Greek is charis. Charis. Uh-huh. The word for gift in the Greek is charisma. Yeah. It is easy to see, then, that the very root meaning of the word Grace is a gift. Mm-hmm. Right. And in Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Yeah, in Romans eleven six, is a verse that clearly contrasts works with grace. It does not, it, does that because they are uh, exact opposite. A gift is something given freely, but works as something that you do to earn wages. Mm -hmm. Romans 6.23 tells us what wages we have coming to us. And in um, uh, if you go to Romans uh, 11.6, again, that says, and if by grace then it is no more of works. Otherwise, grace is no more grace. But if it be of works, then it is no more grace. Otherwise, work is no more work. Um, And then continuing um, backwards, go to Romans 6.23. Again, saying, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Which is his... Death, burial, and resurrection. Right. And there's no works involved in that on our part. Mm -hmm. And you can't mix grace and works. If you want to go into times past where 
for salvation or uh, you had to have works, then you believe, works and faith. In, in this age of grace, it's faith and faith alone. Mm-hmm. We really don't want to uh, want what our sins have earned for us. We don't, we don't want that payment, right? Yeah. Rather, we want a gift that comes from God through Christ. Since we began to study Romans 3, 21 through 24, we have seen that God's righteousness has been made available to all of mankind today but it is only imputed to those who believe. Then God, upon that faith, justify or declares the sinner righteous. Now we learn that all of, his, all of this is done freely by his grace. What a wonderful God we have. Yeah, and it kind of, kind of reminds me back um, maybe a couple months ago that we um, played a video um, which our Facebook Live listeners uh, could see. Um, what was his AJ or someone that we met on 14th Street? That mm-hmm. street right behind you in your yeah uh, that right you can over see. There. Yeah, right over there. Yeah, and that was one of the things he said. Life might be rough, and I'm thankful every day for if I get some money and I can go buy some food or something. And even he he knew that that free gift of grace was given to him and and he didn't have he doesn't have to do any works for it that he totally believes um on jesus christ and that you know like he says he feels he gets his blessings every day when he gets to have a meal um you know things like that so yeah he may only want get one meal a day and maybe one every two days and but he, but he he was still excited you know even to share with us that free gift that he had received. Yeah, that's right. And he had he had no material uh, possessions yeah. or anything other than a bicycle. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but he had the love of Christ in him, and and yeah. he understood the grace that he had. And that was encouraging. Him. You know, when we when you and I went to St. Louis and on 14th Street, and you know we happened to he happened to come, we were just testing our microphone, you know, we were just yeah. trying to see if it worked. And, um, and then he happened, actually, I think he drove past us twice and then he stopped and talked with us. So, so that yeah. was encouraging. Yeah. And another important thing or interesting thing with him, uh, you had asked him about this grace that he's received and he, he's, he's, we asked him what he should do with it. And he said, I should give it out to other people. Mm-hmm. Yes. which is the truth as ambassadors, you know, for Christ. Yes. We get excited about that. And we want to pass it out. Yes. And he talked with us for a while. So, um, you know, it showed his excitement. Yeah, that's you know, right. You know, yeah. riding past and running at us. And we all have the, you know, we were all brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah, that's right. And um, so we will be back next week and we'll continue with our definitions. So see you next week. All right. You have been listening to Why Paul. Visit us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com. And please join Michael R. Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for more thoughts and wisdom. Also, be sure to tell everyone about our program. 